Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. It's definitely something completely different. It's not a legal topic. So if all you want is legal topics, you need to go ahead and turn it off now. I just want to kind of give a little different perspective about where we are and if there's any possible sustainability to what we're doing and broaden people's sort of perspective a little. And for people who don't know me, I am a lawyer. I've practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. Truth likes that it's in this show. And I don't care if people believe my truth. <laughs> I don't care. I speak the truth for myself and the few people who can hear it. That's it. And since this show has nothing to do with the law, I'm not going to waste my time giving you all my fake credentials with regards to self-certification and everything else. People can judge for themselves whether or not what I say makes sense. All right, let's go ahead and get this going. So I wanted to kind of make a show because I've had several ideas in my mind floating around. And it's just so frustrating when you think about, you know, what are we supposed to do? How can we do anything? And people constantly ask me, let me make it clear. I don't for one second believe that what I suggest we do, which is jury nullification, can actually work. I have no clue. Can we get 5 to 10% of the people? Probably not. But if we can't even get that, then there is nothing that's going to work. Every other proposal requires this mass awakening. Dude, we can't even get the 5 or 10%. And so I wanted to make a show, kind of a little conglomeration of things, because it's close to the 54th anniversary of the fake moon landing. And I'm just amazed at how many people still believe that kind of silly space fantasy when there's literally just so much proof it didn't happen on top of the fact that the government assures us it did. That right there is one of the most important and critical pieces of information that the government proclaims it to be true, pushes it in our face. Now we have this stupid space force. There's space movies everywhere. It's just obvious as hell this is a promotion. And there's a million reasons for why they do it, but they don't matter. I remember believing the stupid space lie for years and years and years, and then whatever, 20 years ago or something, you know, with the internet, figured out it wasn't true. And I remember a buddy of mine sent me Wag the Moon Doggy. And that was such an interesting, funny piece, and it really sent me off into the study. And of course, when you just give it any kind of thought, it's just obvious the stuff, it doesn't make any sense. You can't have an object that supposedly flies up into space and is coming back at 17,000 miles per hour. It's kind of shaped like a strange bullet-ish kind of shape. And it supposedly comes in and then hits the atmosphere at 17,000 miles per hour, starts hitting this resistance, and yet somehow it doesn't go into an uncontrolled tumble. <laughs> it's completely absurd. There's no way to prevent it from going into a massive tumble, and it would have, that's all. And the guys would have been spun to death and then burned up, if any of this stuff was true. And if it was supposedly being able to balance it like we see in Apollo 13 and crap like that, and it was coming back and they had the little heat shield and all this crap, and the, they're hitting this plasmatic heat, which is what they claim, for a couple of minutes. And then the parachutes supposedly come out and it lands in the sea. How hot would that metal have been? 
would have been so fantastically heated. It was almost melting, right? That was the whole supposed concept, how they could have prevented it from melting in this plasmatic heat with this absurd shield and how the thing wouldn't have simply gone into a tumble, but instead it would have somehow been perfectly balanced as they could have just sort of steered it into it. It's absurd. Watch planes and test planes. They can't even keep those things going correctly when they get to thousands of miles an hour they start to fall apart and they're so far under the 17 or 18,000 but even then you've got plasmatic heat coming off and somehow the parachutes stored in the side and the exterior portions they don't catch fire and burn up they deploy perfectly fine with the ropes and it lands in a couple minutes and there's no steam when it hits the water how quickly did it cool I don't understand your plasmatic heat almost melting the damn thing, and yet there's no steam when it hits and the scuba guys can just jump on this thing that would have been just so fantastically hot. (laughs) It wasn't glowing, nothing. It was just absurd, man. The whole thing's stupid. I don't want to get into how absurd and ridiculous all that stuff is, but the point being that the people themselves, they're so far gone. They're so lost. I did that show about the 70% being NPCs because they don't have an inner monologue. And I just don't see any way around that. (laughs) I don't see any way around that. The reality is we're dealing with a large group of people who I suspect are not really like people like me. That's all. They're just not people like me. And I think probably, even though I have absolutely no actual proof because they'll never be allowed to do any kind of research or publish on it, etc. I just suspect that one of the great secrets is that the vast majority of the so-called people running around, they're just a very different species than me. That's all. And the concept that we're all one, we're all this, we're all that, I just don't think that's true. I look at regular people and I just say, I don't know what they are, but they're not like me. That's all. They're not like me. They don't think like me. They don't act like me. They don't react like me. And are they really human? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't mean I'm not perfectly fine with them getting treated like humans as far as, you know, fair treatment under the law, etc. But you're not going to convince me that these people are like me. You're not. I'm sorry. And that goes to my other point I wanted to make, at least one of the other points I wanted to make, and that is the idea that this kind of thing, this kind of world we're told that we have now and is so-called progress and is going to lead into this other new, even more so-called progressive world of the future where the people live in these cities and they wear like some kind of strange material and they operate on computers and they have these weird kind of sci-fi lifestyles. I don't believe that can ever happen. Not with the people we have. I think it would take, to the extent evolution is possible, hundreds of thousands of additional, probably millions of additional years of evolution for the average person to ever be able to handle the kind of lifestyle and society and life that they are expected to live in the so-called modern world. I don't think it's possible. I think at heart, people are animals and all this nonsense about people can do amazing things. People can do amazing. It's true. People can do a lot of amazing things, but ultimately they're just animals. Animals can do a lot of amazing things. (laughs) They have a lot of amazing natural skills. They have the ability to build a nest as a bird. It's not like they've gotten instructions. Go out there and try and build a nest with a beak-like tool. Good luck. 
I'll give you a pile of uh, branches. Let's see if you can assemble it. <laughs> but somehow they know how to do it. So there's all sorts of amazing things in the world and in the world of animals. Instincts, right? Reflexes. They don't have any explanation for any of this stuff. And they're never going to have an explanation because it's beyond the point where people can get access. There's no way to have any access to the way you think. None. You can sit there and think about a problem. What are you doing? You're just thinking about thinking about the problem. The actual thinking goes on at a level you cannot access. That's why you wake up off in the middle of the night with answers. I say two plus two is four. What you remember is seeing something written on the board and that you have a memory of it being accurate. But how the hell do you actually do the thinking? How? There's no more explanation for that than there is for any of this other animal behavior. These birds that supposedly migrate over thousands and thousands of miles, some of them over oceans. It's completely and totally impossible for that to be a learned behavior. It's impossible because as soon as you went out, the first ones left and they got it wrong, they died. There'd be no reproduction. That would happen again and again and again until there were none. Because in the very first year, how many of them are going to find it? None are going to find it. <laughs> These absurd, long things, it's completely impossible. And they have all this preparation for it. How do they know how long they're going to be traveling? It's just endless things like that that are totally unexplained. The medical issue where the guy had basically 10% or something of his brain when he got, was having a headache and they did an x-ray and there was no brain. You got the guy with a spike through his head. You get all these things that are anomalies. People get hit on the head, and next thing you know, they're playing concert piano or speaking Finnish. These things are totally and completely impossible with the construct we're given. But they happen, and they simply get pushed away, and they're anomalies, and they're ignored. And they're covered up with things like, well, that's evolution. Billions of years. All this made-up nonsense. You could stare at the dirt for billions of years, and absolutely nothing in the dirt would somehow come to life and become an animal. It's just not possible. That's all. None of these things are really true. It's just stuff people believe, like follow the science. And then they try to befuddle people with authority. Are you a biologist with a PhD in evolution? <laughs> I don't need to be. I've just given you examples that cannot be explained. That's all. You can't possibly ever evolve an eye. It's just completely impossible. <laughs> Because, first of all, the vast majority of so-called mutations, they're, they're deadly. When they mutate, the thing doesn't survive. Then the vast majority of the remaining ones are sterile <laughs> and or they can't be passed on. They aren't passed on through any kind of sex with a female or a male. So they've done tons and tons and tons of mathematical studies now, and they show that it's completely impossible. It takes so many generations for even a single mutation to get passed through the entire population. So you could never have a situation where all of a sudden you get like a little bump on your head, like they claim this is what happens. You get a bump on your head, some amoeba or some fucking thing gets a bump on its head. What's going to be its head? And then it grows a little bit more. And then it grows a little bit more. And then somehow you start getting like not really great clear vision. Well, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. It would just confuse you and die. You would have no clue what it was. You have to have an entire nervous system set up in order to retain this. And a brain capable of being able to figure out what to do with this information. 
the idea that this thing could happen through generations and that you somehow get the same one and it would survive and it would be, it's all of this stuff is totally impossible. See, it's all totally impossible if anyone just gives it the smallest amount of thought. It's true that you can take a animal that's fully formed <laughs> and you can mess with it just like you can mess with a plant and you can tweak it and get different stuff. Okay, but that doesn't prove the idea that you can get an animal from evolution. All it proves is that you can take an animal that you have and you can change it. Okay, well, I believe that. I know you can. People can do all sorts of stuff, right? They can. But it doesn't make the other theories true. And my point of sort of digressing into all that is that people at their base are just animals. They're just animals. And there's absolutely nothing natural about the insanity we're put into. Put aside all of the psychological gaslighting and insanity, which is, it's definitely going to drive the vast majority of people crazy. Okay? Even if they were like me, it's going to drive them crazy. They can't deal with it. It's complete overload, psychological overload. Anybody can look around and see that's what's happening. But then you have to layer on top of that all of the unnatural insanity What's going on with the fake food and the EMF and all the spraying and the, and the poisons in the water, the GMO, all of the different medicines they're given, the vaccinations they're given, and then the lifestyle where they're completely sedentary and fed trash and they stare at screens all day as little kids. See, this is never going to work. It's never going to work. It's not a matter of that we need to get the right leaders in there. This trajectory that we're on and have been on for a while now, ever since industrialization, it can never work. The people on whole can never do it. They will simply go crazy, stop reproducing, just like animals do in captivity. They will become sterile. The race will die out. That's all. It's impossible to have somebody, even now, in what's a so-called good job. They go into an office they sit in a cubicle. Maybe they have a small windowless office. They take phone calls, work on the computer, go to meetings all day long, eat some strange lunch, sit around, go home. They have a meal that in all likelihood is horrible. They probably drink or do drugs. They don't get much exercise. They probably are in a relationship that's probably very unhealthy. How long do you think people like that are going to survive? How long? How can it work? <laughs> How can it work? It's not working anywhere in the world. Everywhere in the world where they bring in this so-called industrialization, the people are turned into machines, like on the assembly line. I can understand why in the beginning it worked, right? Because it's like, well, they had the hope for a new life and riches and they could improve their so-called economic status. Well, of course, because all the free land had been removed, so they had no real hope. So the people were hopeless. They were already hopeless. This gave them a small amount of hope. Move to the city for hope. Same way they sell it in China, right? And then the person's in China. And what happens? They never get to see their kid. <laughs> I was watching this uh, documentary called American Factory about some Chinese company, Fu Yao or some crap that makes 70% of the automobile glass in the world because it's a commie connected thing. And they showed the chairman. He's just this dickhead. Bought a factory in Ohio that had been closed down for GM. And then they 
had new people come in there and get jobs. Well, uh, you look at the job they have, right? They, they move this, this glass from one place to another. Why? Because they have, don't have sufficient robotics to do it yet. But all those jobs can be done with robotics, and they're being slowly replaced by robotics. But the point being that the people back at the assembly line, they thought this was a great deal compared to not having any land and basically scraping and scrimping. That's all gone away. There was really not even maybe even a full generation of that that then transitioned into kind of more automation and office work. And we're only a, maybe five or six generations into this experiment with this kind of insanity. So if you go back a generation, not meaning 20 years, but if you go back a generation of people my age, and then you go back to when I was born of the people that would have been my age then, and then you go back another, well, you're only about four or five generations, and there was really almost no mechanization outside of a minor steam engine here and there, some water power. People live very, very much the same for a very, very, very long time until the so-called modern industrial revolution. And since that time, which is the blink of an eye, okay, look at the both growth in the population and the growth in unbelievable amounts of misery that people have. Nobody can live a life like that and expect it to turn out well. It's completely impossible. You cannot expect people to be able to transition into this kind of lifestyle. It doesn't make sense. It's not going to happen. That's all. It's not going to happen. You can imagine it, pretend, watch sci-fi movies all you want, but look at the results. Look around the world. Look at the office. Look in America. Look at Europe. Look what people actually do all day long. That's not sustainable. It's simply not sustainable. And to pretend that it is, is one of the huge problems we have. And can we go back? No. Ultimately, we really can't go back. And that's why I'm so pessimistic about the future, because there's no way to go back and the path we're on can't possibly work. So what's the solution? I don't know. I don't make this problem. But I'm open to hearing how anything I'm saying is not true. Sure, you can find some people who can put up with it and have the mental ability. But the average person, just go pluck them. Go into a Walmart. Go into a Sears if they even have them anymore. And just go find somebody selling shoes at Sears or working in Walmart or ask them a question. And you'll see exactly what I'm saying is true that the average person is not equipped in any form or fashion, psychologically, emotionally, physically, to do what we're told is supposed to work and produce happiness and freedom in this so-called society and what's driving everybody to all over the world. It's never going to happen. See, it's never going to happen. It's not a matter of getting the right people in there. It's not a matter of tweaking it. You can't have people doing this kind of work. Just like if you tried to make your animals, your cats or your dogs, do something so unnatural, they would just get sick and die and they'd never reproduce. See, that's the reality. And so the brainwashing is not going to get us out of this. It's not going to get us out of this. And so I don't have any great solutions, but I can tell you that unless you can get people to recognize the kind of problems we're having and then to understand that potentially technology could free us from that kind of work. It could theoretically free us from a lot of the uh, drudgery. But it's never going to free the masses because they're never going to give it to the masses. See, once the robots and the robotics and the AI stuff can do all these things that you now need kind of average people and to supervise and to do the basic work. Like you go to Africa and you see the kind of low level technology they have there in the machines. And then you can go to something like Finland or Sweden and you can see the incredibly advanced robotics that they're using. 
Okay, that's sort of what's available now that they show the public. All right, well, the people in Africa doing that horrible work, um, you can't do it for long. They're miserable, right? People are meant to walk around. It's true that digging and, and farming and hunting, and it's not like it's not manual labor with a lot of the same stuff, but you're connected to nature. You're walking around in a natural setting. You're doing something that makes sense. Most of the work today doesn't even make any sense. Nobody can even see it. For putting aside the fact that most of it's not even needed and it's all driven by fake money. But my point being that if you look at the population all over the world, it's not getting better. They're forcing them into cities to do this unnatural work. And then when you see what happens in the West, the people are basically reaching levels of complete insanity. Total insanity now. The LGBTQ stuff, people will absorb the incredible amounts of drug addiction. You compare it to these places where they find these, you know, maybe some small African tribes that are still around and they're living pretty naturally. The people are really generally very happy. They're usually very actually happy because the reality is the things that make people happy are the same things that make animals happy. And that is these connections, enough food, a comfortable life, some friends, things like that. And none of that has anything to do with the materialistic insanity we're inside. Nothing whatsoever. And the future doesn't hold any of that. What we have is more and more isolation and staring at screens. That's what you have. And so the people who are elite, to the extent they can ever survive, which I'm completely convinced they won't survive, but they're never going to provide this potential avenue of change for the people to free them from work, they're just going to kill the people. They're not going to bring the people along and have 8, 10, 12 billion people, 15, 20 billion people. How are they going to stop this growth? See, they're never going to do that. They're going to have their own shit with the robotics and a few slaves. That's only the obvious logical conclusion of what they're going to do. It is. And they're not going to be able to make it themselves. But my point is the psychological one that we have no chance of continuing down this road because there's just almost nobody who can do it almost nobody I've got a very strong mind and I'm driven crazy by it all and I have decent amount of control over my day I can't even imagine what would happen if I had to work in a cubicle for the last 20 years or something 30 years had some horrible uh, marriage and the kids all problems and a divorce and then my wife's running me through the fucking uh, divorce court and the kids are alcoholics or pissed off at me and blame me for shit I never did. Go down the list of all the crazy stuff most people have. I'd be carrying an extra 50 pounds of weight in my belly, been drinking beer, just having a horrible fucking time. I'd be a health wreck just like everybody is. Look around, so many people on scripts. And I've got a very strong mind, but if I was sent through that ringer, I'd been completely screwed. And this is the reality, that the average person is not equipped to do it. They do study after study on animals, but they want to imagine that people are not animals, that they can somehow rise above this. They can't. It's true you can find examples, but that's all. But if you just objectively look at the reality of what's going on, you can see I'm right. That's it. I'm right. I'm not happy about being right. You think I want to come to this conclusion? No, I'm driven to this conclusion by objective observation. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, Legal Man? <laughs> well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. 
getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. That's it. I'm right. I'm not happy about being right. You think I want to come to this conclusion? No, I'm driven to this conclusion by objective observation. That's all. <laughs> That's all. There's fucking mutant scooter people everywhere. And there's going to be more. And now this trans crap shoved down their throats. God only knows where it's going to end. But even if you removed all of that, the average person in these industrial societies is not doing well. They're not doing well. And they never will do well in this kind of society because it's totally unnatural. It's totally unnatural. And there has not been anything close to enough time for the psychology and the brain, the mind, the body, and everything else to somehow adjust to this. It would take millions of years of evolution to adjust to this kind of insane change. <laughs> Put you on a fucking spaceship. Put you to Mars. No gravity. Some all this other stupid crap they dream up. It's so dumb. See, it's so, so dumb. But people want to believe this and they're brainwashed and they don't sit down ever and think about something as fundamental as, well, can the society we've built ever work? All you hear about is these so-called fixes, these little tiny patches everywhere. We're going to do this and stop crime. Well, of course there's crime. There's going to be more crime. You're driving people crazy. Of course there's going to be crime. They see that the entire system is criminal. It's run. They get that subconsciously. So they think, why not be a criminal? And so imposing this idea of treating other people the way you want to be treated doesn't work because that's not happening to them. The society is in full breakdown. It's always going to be when you go into industrialization. It's not natural. Human beings can't be machines. Just standing, picking something up, moving it over here, smoothing it off, checking it, running into a machine, picking it up again, putting another one on there, smoothing it off, running it into a machine. Another guy takes it out of the machine, picks it up, makes a bend to it, puts it in a box. That shit's not going to work. See, that's not a, quote, good job. It's not a good job. <laughs> Having a so-called job uh, in the modern sense of the world is a dead end. It will only create a huge amounts of psychological distress. And this is just ignored. And people think it could be improved by going through and making your so-called workspace better, ergonomically designed. All these absurd distractions. The fundamental problem is the generalized concept of an industrial society. There's no evidence that can work. None. People act as though this is just a foregone conclusion. We're going to do this. Uh, um, no, there's evolutionary dead ends in all sorts of things. <laughs> there are. You can find yourself with some new species that arrives and basically takes almost all of your species out through hunting or eating or destroying your habitat in some form or fashion because it got here on some storm that it blew over in a hurricane or when the ice age froze and the thing walked here and now the ice is melted and now you got this shit here that you haven't been prepared for. 
The vast majority of stuff has problems like that. Well, this industrialization is just an evolutionary dead end. People aren't going to work in this. It's never going to work. There's literally no evidence it's working. All that's happening is the population is expanding, which is true. Because more and more people can be kept alive, but that doesn't prove that the thing is sustainable. It just proves that there's a bubble. There's all sorts of bubbles. People pay all sorts of money for Bitcoin when it's $60,000. Oh, I know Bitcoin, of course, going to a million, whatever. And you can do the same thing with the tulip bulbs. <laughs> Was that proof that tulip bulbs were going to uh, always be fantastically uh, expensive and the greatest form of wealth? No, it wasn't. It was a bubble. This thing happens all the time. This kind of thing happens all the time. And I'm just telling you that if you look at what a so-called industrial society living in a large city, all these different people doing these unnatural things, that's not going to work. That's all. It's not going to work. And I don't know what the answer is outside of that. People have to face these facts and they don't want to face the facts. They want to believe in fantasies, just like they want to believe in the, the fantasy of the moonshots. They want to believe in fantasies because thinking about things like I'm talking about here, the problems with the core concept of our so-called economy, which is, again, just a made-up thing to cover up the fact that these monetary systems they've installed are fake. Until you have these fake money systems, you don't need the study of economics. <laughs> There's no such thing. People built stuff, they used it, and that's it. And it's true. They didn't have all the special secret shit we have now with industrialization, with air conditioning and indoor plumbing and, and mechanizations. Yes, it makes your life easier. It does. But is making your life easier something that's sustainable? I don't know. I don't see how it is. How do you control it? Once this type of thing happens, it's over. See, there's an old saying that if something can be invented through science, then it will be invented. That's just a rule of thumb. There's no way to control it. It's just like AI. You can't control AI. There's no solution to AI. It's out there. It's going to keep getting bigger and growing. There's nothing to do about it. You can't regulate it because then only the governments have it. You think they're going to use it wisely? No. There's no way to control it once it gets too smart. Oh, you can just pull the plug. Okay. I understand in the systems we have right now, but once AI is more diffuse, doesn't require, it can do all sorts of stuff, has robotics, they're all interconnected. I'm sorry. There's no way to stop it. There is no way to stop it. It is going to take over. And people who think it won't take over, they don't have a good enough imagination. They can't think far enough out. Imagine if the human beings right now, with the kind of progress they were making, could somehow live another, say, 10,000 years. 10,000 additional years of progress in technology. Where would AI be? Right? This is what I'm talking about. That inevitably it's going to continue. Well, 10,000 years is nothing in the blink of evolutionary time. It's literally nothing. It's true. It's a lot in human history uh, that we're given. And it's true. It's a lot in sort of modern so-called history. It's a huge amount. Because nothing was really happening until maybe 200 years ago. It was just very, very beginning. vast majority of people lived pretty much like they had lived forever. It's true they had a little bit better plow, they had a little bit of steam engine, they had some better water power, they had some things, but, you know, they didn't have anything like we have today. And once you go down this road and people come off the farm, they come out of the small villages where they are artisans and craftsmen and they're working with their hands and they're working with individual people and they're 
living with the people they grew up with and they have all those sort of family dynamics and connections. Once you take that out, once you do, and you spread it to the masses, it can't ever work. See, it can't ever work. And maybe people think I'm way off. Maybe people believe in the fantasy. I don't see any evidence for it. But they may continue to believe in it, just like they continue to believe in the moonshot. Like that poor guy, it's real to me, who didn't want to believe that wrestling was fake. It is fake. It's fake, just like the politics is fake. This stuff is not sustainable. That's all. Because the average person can't do it. The average person can't do it. And the evidence for that is all around. It's not just in my neighborhood. It's not just when I go to Walmart and see mutant scooter peoples everywhere. It's everywhere. It's all over the world. It's in these robotic Chinese people by the uh, billion <laughs> who are supposedly going to have a life by working in a factory like a slave while their kids are raised by their parents back in their village because the land has all been taken. And it always goes back to the same thing. There's no place for the people to go and actually just sort of have their own land and do their own thing. Everything is controlled 100% by government. All the land's purchased and then protected and owned by these individual wealthy people. And most of the average small people, they can't afford any land. And there's nowhere to go to get away from it because government's all over the world. And the people believe that this is so-called progress. And they're told it's progress. And true, it's technological progress. But is it real progress? Can you actually progress in an industrial world? Is that possible for the average person? Can mankind actually do this? I don't see any evidence it can. None. I don't see any single thing going in the right direction that indicates that we can pull this off. Nothing. Not one single thing. I'd love to hear all the things that are supposedly going in the right direction that prove that we can do this and that it is sustainable and it will work, could work, if we just got the right people and did the right thing and changed the technology in a certain way. But It's just the law of unintended consequences. That's all. You can't possibly account for all the shit that's going to happen. Just like you can't turn your dog into a cat. You can't turn your cat into a dog. You can't make your cat sit and stare at the computer all day. You can't make your dog go work in a factory. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Sure, people have more mental ability in some areas, though I, <laughs> I look at average people. A lot of animals are a hell of a lot smarter than them. But it's true that the average IQ of a human being is higher than the average IQ of an animal. That doesn't mean they're going to be more successful in the work. And the fact that there's more and more people here does not prove that the system is working and can work. It just shows a bubble, a population bubble, produced by this mechanization that allows for way more food to be produced. But of course, now we're already not even eating food. The vast majority of the stuff people are eating now is sprayed with pesticides and chemicals, is GMO, it's complete garbage. That's putting aside all the manufactured shit from Cargill who make this stuff that's not even food. So the very most fundamental thing we're not actually achieving. We're not actually feeding people with real food. <laughs> we're not. And nobody needs any more proof than to pick up Weston Price's book, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration which I think is the name of the book. The guy wrote it back in the 20s or the 30s. He was a dentist. He traveled all over. And he just took tons of pictures and studied these people. And his theory was that when you introduce this sort of artificially mechanized industrial food that's like bleached white flour and you fuck with the natural food, that people just start degenerating. 
And in my opinion, his case is just so clearly proved and it's just gotten so much worse. But that was a hundred years ago when he was doing the studies all over the world, all over the world. He's got an institute. Anyone can go look it up. But we're not actually producing food for all these people. <laughs> we're not actually doing it. So to claim that that's one of the great successes, well, it's not actually true because it's not real food and the people are getting sick as shit as a result of eating it. And it's just getting worse all the time. Now we're going to have lab-grown meat and all this crap. <laughs> Eat bugs and worms and shit. We're not progressing. See, we're not progressing. Anyone who actually looks at it. It's true your life is easier because you have mechanical advantages and things. It's easier mechanically. But anybody who goes out and does work in the yard or something all day, you feel great when you come back in. Yeah, it's kind of you dread doing it, but that's mostly being habituated to the easy life. But compare that to going in and reading briefs, <laughs> staring at a computer, spell-checking shit. It's stupid. It's not sustainable. But we're not actually feeding the people. Certainly no health care. They don't have real jobs. They don't get out in the sun. Their kids are all a mess. They're jabbed up with all sorts of poisons. <laughs> so we're not actually pulling it off. So I'd love to hear all this supposed proof that any of this stuff is sustainable because I don't see it. And I think that's kind of all I'm willing to say about the subject, at least today. I don't know if people find that to be absurd or out there. Or they're not interested in it because they want me to stick to legal topics. I'm just explaining to you where I come from with regards to, look, do we have much of a chance? No, I, I honestly, I don't see that we do. But that's not my fault. See, that's not my fault. And people that expect me to give them solutions and answers, what the hell solutions are there to any of the problems I just gave you? None. So if we can just try to even remotely buy some more time to see if we can come up with some solutions, great. But it has to be decentralized. That's an absolute minimum. But I just get tired of people who expect that I'm supposed to provide these answers when they haven't even given any thought to the fact that the problems are so, so, so much bigger. They're so much bigger. <laughs> I haven't even gone into all the insanity we've done with the environment. Look at these pictures of these beaches that used to be beautiful 30, 40 years ago. And now they're just covered in trash all the time in these remote locations. Just covered in trash. We're just putting trash everywhere. What about that? All that plastic that dissolves, it's in all the fish. We're eating it. <laughs> We're not managing this. It's not working. That's all. And I just don't think it's possible. I just don't think it's possible. And all these things about environmental movements and stuff, dude, they just scratch the surface. They just scratch the surface. I could sit here for hours and bring up other topics that just show you again and again, it's not working. And to nibble at the edges and imagine that's going to be a magical fix. It's just fantasy, people. It's just fantasy. <laughs> uh, all right, whatever, whatever. I don't even care if people believe it. I don't care. Just as the same way that people don't believe the things I tell them about the Constitution, the voting, all the different frauds. I don't care. This is why I don't branch out into additional subjects very often. Because it's always with the expert this and the expert that. And you need to read this study, this, and the stupid shit with a peer review and the PhD. This stuff is so dumb, man. It's so dumb. There were no such thing as law schools when the Constitution was written. The supposedly most holy legal document ever. No lawyers. 
<laughs> and you try and tell someone something now, if you're not a lawyer, oh, you're not a lawyer, you didn't go to law school, blah, blah, you don't have a degree in legalology. It's just so dumb, man. This is that's why I just avoid people so much. No, uh, oh well, whatever. If you want to follow me, you can. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review. I want to thank the people in Patreon who support my show and kick money in the game. I do appreciate that. I take a lot of chances with this show, and I tell people a lot of crazy truths. I take chances. That's all. <laughs> that's all. So thank you, guys. You have a lot of integrity. I really appreciate it. And I hope people support Jones Plantation movie. Looks like the digital premiere has been set for August 5th. You can go over to the Inventbrite that I've got posted on my Twitter and go get a ticket, have a watch party, get a couple of people together and watch this movie on August 5th as a premiere. Be there from the beginning. The next day, I think it's going to go on sale. But people, we want to sell the premiere too. I think it'll be fun. We have a Q&A before or after or both. And I think it'll be entertaining. So go there and sign up. Go to my Twitter and check it out. Because movies are a great way to reach people. They're very, very subtle. They're not the same as a podcast. They're not the same as asking them to read something. And I think if we can make money with this movie, we'll make more movies. At least we might have a chance. At least we can have some laughs and enjoy ourselves for however long we've got here before they put us into the prison or simply kill us with a little drone, mosquito drone, sting my neck, give me a heart attack, make me fall asleep, die. I mean, that's the kind of shit that's coming. <laughs> it is. It's the kind of stuff that's coming. Not that they're going to target me. They don't give a shit about me. Okay? But to the extent that I'm just an example of what they can do. So, all right. Enough negativity. Stop being such a downer. What are your answers? I'm just, whatever. I've explained myself.